Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zamp. 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I'll be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as the Miami Dolphins have now completed week three of the 2021 NFL season, and it uh, continues on a downward spiral, uh, albeit a lot better than 35 nothing uh, in the week before that. But uh, the Miami Dolphins lose to the hands of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders 31-28 in a game that uh, went into overtime, um, somewhat reminiscent, I guess, of the game last year um, without the uh, the magic, I guess. Uh, the Dolphins fall to 1-2. And, two. and uh, give you a quick rundown, as I do, uh, of the stats. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, 32 for 49, 215 yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, at least passing the ball. He did have the one rushing touchdown. Uh, David Carr, on the other hand, 26 for 49, 386 yards with uh, two touchdowns and one pick. That pick was returned for a touchdown, so it was a very big play starting early, which put the Dolphins up uh, 14 and then watched them completely squander that lead. Um, it should also be said that uh, the Raiders play in uh, their best football probably since uh, their Super Bowl year of 2000, and uh, they are 3-0, and I think, since the first time since that year. And then uh, as far as receiving goes, Gusecki was your leading receiver, 10 receptions, 86 yards. Waddle had 12 receptions for 58 yards. And uh, here's a little bit of a, a nugget for you. Out of those 12 receptions, Waddle had 58 yards. It's the third fewest yards that anybody has ever got after catching 12 or more balls in a football game since 1950. So a lot of catches, not a lot of yards. Um, Devontae Parker, four receptions for 42 yards, which is kind of what I remembered in there. Uh, I thought I remembered somebody telling me that uh, he had over 100 or close to it, which was certainly not the case. Uh, Fuller made his return or his debut um, for the Dolphins. Three receptions, 20 yards, and uh, it was a pretty big part of the last drive, which we'll talk about. Uh, Gaskin was your leading rusher, 13 for 65. Um, should be noted, I guess, Brissett also had uh, 37 yards on the ground and a touchdown. And Malcolm Brown, 7 for 31, but he did have the one touchdown pass. So, uh, I say what a difference a week makes. We're past that now. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know which side of the coin you take here. It's obviously a lot better than 35 nothing, but... Um, nonetheless, it's it's another loss uh, in, in a game filled with um, just a lot of mistakes. And uh, I guess uh, I start off, Rich, uh, you know, uh, have you ever seen a, uh, a screen pass in your own end zone, which results in a safety? I don't think anybody has. That was the talk of the, the you know, the talk radio last night and, uh, you know, the NFL Network, how, like, you know, it was, it was such a ridiculous play call. You know, I mean, that could have been picked, too. I mean, that just that was a ridiculous oh, yeah. play. I just don't, I still don't understand that. Why Why would you do that there? You know? And two two things I'll say about it, too. Um, if you're going to make that play, the play is designed to get the ball and immediately throw it there. Brissett took a step back after receiving the ball, which kind of yeah, telegraphed it. Yeah, it was very slow. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. 
yeah, and it was you know, very it, slow developing and, and it went, you know, it was a disaster. And yeah, you're, you're, you're right. You're lucky that uh, I guess it was only a safety, uh, you know, which which, yeah. which which can be very devastating at times. It seems like whenever our team gets a safety, it's like, you know, life-ending. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I just think of all the safeties we got. And they all seem to it just be monumentally damaged. It may have been better if it turned into a touchdown because this really turned yeah. into nine points. You know, yeah. we would have saved yeah. them. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they absolutely. You know, they so did. maybe better. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but, yeah, and, and nonetheless, uh, you know, just uh, an ugly play, um, you know, an ugly an ugly offensive day uh, all around the board. Um, you know, I'm really, I think I'm that really the, disgusted. I'm disgusted, like, basically, you know, we hated Chan Gailey's offense. And, and, you know, it's different this year, but it's not different better. It's different – just as bad or worse. I mean, you know, like you said with Waddle before, 12 receptions, 56 yards. Because they never throw the ball to him more than three feet, you know? They're, they're like, I don't, you know, throwing the ball to him. He's not even like an Edelman where he's getting like, you know, eight yards down the field and making a play. I mean, they're throwing the ball to him like two years two yards off the line of scrimmage all the time. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback throw the ball more than Jacoby Brissett for no yards. I mean, the guy throws yeah. the ball a ton, and there's just no yardage. It's insane, and, and they're not—they're not hitting receivers three yards on the run. They're—they're they're almost no. like stopped to receive they're the ball most like of the time. Almost. Yeah, I know. It, it's ridiculous. It's very frustrating. Um, you know, one thing that comes to mind too. Uh, We—you know—we can't go a week without talking about the poor offensive line play. It just continues. Oh, they mix it up a little bit, you know. I, I, Eichenberg gets a start, um, and just it's just very poor. And I, it's just something that needs to be addressed because it's been an ongoing problem. The Dolphins have chose to go young. They've drafted all these guys. One of them gets out for the year right off the bat in training camp. Um, Austin Jackson in his second year, Eichenberg rookie. Um, they, you know, they've chose to go young and. You know, right now, it's a D grade at best for three games. Any quarterback back there is just no time, regardless of what's going on. There's just absolutely no time for these guys. And I have to go back to what I said last year and before that when we talk about the trades. And I state my point. Yes, did you get good value for these trades? You did. You did. You know, you traded Minka and you traded Tunzel. You let Juwani James go. But what good is it if you still lack at those positions? You know, like Tunzel, whether you like him or not, is a bona fide uh, top-rated guard in this league, tackle, whatever you play him at. He, he was good. And you did get good compensation for him. But, you know, but when that's a glaring weakness on your team, you have to ask yourself, you know, like, well, is it worth it? Uh, you, you got rid of Minka Fitzpatrick. Now, I can't keep track of what goes for what each time, but it certainly seems that you got rid of him. He's one of the best safeties in the league. Okay, if he didn't fit in there. But then what do you do? You trade up and you draft a safety. So you basically exchange for the same thing, you know, and it just, I mean, listen, it didn't take a, a draft guru to, to notice uh, number eight on the field getting really burned a lot of times yesterday, uh, you know, in Javon Holland. And I know he's a rookie, and, you know, maybe he'll get better, but, you know, when I see these guys struggling, you know, that are drafted in place of the guys that you trade for, I have to bring that up. I mean, you, these areas that you're suffering in, you had very good ball players there. So, you know, yeah, you got to shout out the career. But well, I didn't want to be here anymore. Mickey no. didn't want to be here, and he didn't play he well didn't. with us. He no. didn't, and a lot of that, a lot of that is attributed to the, 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 the poor. I don't. I hate to use the word, but you know, the, the, the poor culture and and the poor, uh, you know, system that they were implementing. How bad they were, and he didn't buy into it. You're right. He did not want to be there, but you know, the point I'm making is, 
you, you let him go, and then you draft another safety because you have to make up for the fact that you got rid of your safety, that you drafted that, well, you know. One the, showed, they used one of the Tunzel picks to take Austin Jackson. You know, the same thing. Yeah. You know? It's same thing. Same thing. That's my point. Yeah. Like, you know, it's great yeah. that, you know, you, that you did get good compensation for these guys. I'm not saying you didn't. Yeah. But I mean, we if got you're just going to draft lesser players, what's – we got two of the one of the Austin Jack with one of the Tunzel picks too, you know. You you, you traded up and you, you got that. I mean, you know, yeah. No, I I, no, I, I got that was the fifth pick in the draft. We traded down and then back up, but that was basically the Tunzel pick, you know. Well, you know, just because we we flipped it three times doesn't mean it wasn't the Tunzel pick. It was a Tunzel pick. We wouldn't have been able to do that without it, you know. Well, I thought the number six pick was from Philadelphia. The, uh, the right that you yeah, but originally we had it higher than that. Remember, then we traded down and then we traded back up to six or whatever, to five. Remember, we had the third pick in the draft, traded down and traded back up. That was the Tunzel pick. Yeah, and what about though? You had two first round picks this year, though, right? You had two. You had a number eighteen pick. Yeah, we had two the year. Yeah, Where did that right. come from? We had two Where did the eighteen pick come from? Yeah, that was one of that was the last Tunzel pick. Yeah. Right. No, but you one have puzzle pictures too. Also, yeah, and the other one turned into uh, into Waddle. I guess I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I think that's a little. We off got a lot. Yeah, either that's way, my point. Yeah, you got a lot. I said you got a lot for it, but you know, again, though, when, the, when this is a glaring weakness um, in your team, you know, it, it, it's a little bit hard when you don't. You, you know, replace them, and obviously that's a big part of why the quarterbacks are struggling and the offense is struggling, right? It starts and ends there, I think. I mean, you got dominated on your offensive and defensive line last week, right? That's why you lost. And I still don't see much of a difference. The, the only difference I saw is that you were able to run the ball. You were running the ball very well, actually. So... My question is, why didn't you continue to run the ball? I mean, if, you're, if your team is struggling on the offensive line, what's a better way to take pressure off than to establish yourself in the run game, right? But yet, they don't do that. Like, they stopped. And, and you know, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I, he's a backup quarterback, so, uh, you know, but I, Jacoby Brissett as, is not as good as I thought he would be in that role. He has not played well. But you, just know, you know what's really disappointing is, like, they don't even let the guy throw downfield. It's like, you know, it's all the short passing again, like like we've seen for the last three years. You know, like, throw the ball downfield once in a while, stretch it out. You know, it's just very bizarre. Which had some success at the, the end of the game. Yeah. Had yeah, some success at the end of the game. But, but you got to remember, too, yeah. Rich, when, when the offensive line's struggling and you have no time, it's, it is hard to do that. Time. And he is not that mobile. I mean, he he just seems to get, you know, like I said yesterday during the headlights, he just seems to, like, freeze up and get sacked. He doesn't seem to be that elusive, you know what I mean? He doesn't have that pocket presence. Well, you say that, but the guy had an unbelievable game running the ball yesterday, escaping people. I mean, he was your, almost your leading rusher. And he had, you know, that, that – what's that? How many times did he get sacked? But you can't blame the guy for getting sacked if, 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 if like, the but guy's, a lot of you know. Times where I, I just don't, like, he, he steps into it instead of steps around it, you know. I just don't a little bit, but a, you know what? I mean, anybody under that kind of pressure. Footwork. Well, I just don't, you know, I, I don't, don't think he has good footwork. It's not great, but the guy played, a, you know, he played a lot for Indianapolis, uh, had success there, you know, when Luck was injured. He played a lot better than this. Um, you know, you didn't want Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know. Ryan Fitzpatrick left. I don't know who else you get as a backup. You, you keep in mind, this is your backup quarterback. So, you know, you can say everything you want, but, you know, he's your backup quarterback. So, you know, who's the backup you want in this place, first of all? You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick was the guy. You, you should have signed Fitz. Yeah, I understand he's hurt, but you don't. He but you don't know he, he would have got hurt. He didn't want to be. A no, I don't. I don't think so. I don't believe no, that. I think he would have stayed in Miami. He didn't leave because no, of that. He left because they played games with him, and Washington offered him a, a, an excellent 
contract to be a starting quarterback. I mean, who wouldn't have taken there's that? No but his first gonna, choice. There's no way we were going to pay him. He wasn't going to get fifteen million from us to stay. You know what I mean? There's no, no way I, I, that. he wasn't. But I don't know what his contract is in Washington. But yeah, he like wasn't. But I mean, so my point is, you know, you let him go. So now you're on a backup quarterback. What backup quarterback you want? You know, who, who's the guy you want, Rich? That's going to be your backup. You know, it all comes down to the fact that you starting quarterbacks hurt after week one. I'm not saying to throw yeah. this guy to the curb. I'm just saying I'm just not impressed with his footwork. I didn't say no, I, I'm not either. Most of the time when you're into your backups, you're in a lot of trouble anyway. Yeah, you, and they are in a lot of trouble. Yeah, and they are in a lot of trouble. There's no doubt about it. And, and let me say, you know, you're in a lot of trouble, and you know, uh, it's not exactly like Patrick Mahomes is, is your quarterback on the sidelines. I mean, Tua is very, very unproven at this point. So, you know, it, 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 you know, we'll see what happens. You know, you you had uh, a victory in New England, which was very nice to start the year, and then an offense which was stagnant. Uh, you know, he got hurt early. Um, you know, no guarantees is my point that he's going to come back and, and, you know, solve this instantly, you know. I mean, it, it, this could be a it's real like problem. It's not like Dan Marino's coming back in two weeks. I understand that. But the yeah. problem is, like, wouldn't you like to see this guy, you know, to, to form an opinion when he has all his receivers and they're healthy and maybe the offensive line gives him a little time? I'd like of to course. see, like, you know, what's he about – you know, I can't I can't judge this guy yet. He's seven and three as a starter, but you know, you know, other than that debacle last week of two series, I'm not giving him a loss for that. And you know, you know, the guy gets a lot of abuse. Now I heard he's injury prone. He gets hurt in college and he breaks his ribs in the pros. He's injury prone. I mean, well, the labels that they throw at this kid is insane. I've no, never but seen that was the label. Abuse. You know, but that that was that was the. Uh the label on him, and that's why he had a hard time being drafted, was because of the injuries. The hip, obviously, but he had the, the bad ankle. I mean, he, he was he was known as being injury-prone. I mean, you can't discard well, he that. Hurt. He was hurt when the draft came. I don't think it – I mean, he went fifth. How much higher do you want him to go? Well, he went fifth to the Miami Dolphins. Right. I don't think yeah, he I was going that. sixth. I don't think he was going sixth. No, I think he would have been – yeah, I think he would have. He probably would have got. He probably would have been in San Diego right now if we would have taken Herbert. He, they would have yeah. taken him. Yeah. So it was pretty. Yeah. Well, it was, it was pretty close. You don't think so? I don't know. I don't know. I I can't, I can't say that. I, I really don't know. I, You're saying if we if the, we took Herbert, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, we. Yeah, took I Herbert, understand. They would have taken two. Maybe I don't know, and neither do you. I don't think it's a maybe. I think it's a foregone conclusion they would have. Foregone conclusion. So this is yes. a known fact that the that the San Diego Chargers were drafting two of that high. They wanted, yeah, they needed a quarterback. Huh? I understand they needed a quarterback. Doesn't mean they were drafting two off the bad hip in that spot. Doesn't mean that at all. Not yeah, at all. They were, you know, they were having discussions who they wanted, you know, one or the other. They didn't know. I know you were in on. I know you were in on the meetings. What did they say, Richard? Was like fifty fifty. Oh, I mean, come on. How do you know that? They would. Who would have been in San Diego? I don't know about that. I'm not sure about that. I think the Dolphins really took a, a, a big chance on him, drafting him that high off of the injury. I'm not so sure San Diego would have done that. I don't know. I, I'm not saying they definitely would have, but it's certainly not a foregone conclusion, like you said. No way. But that's neither here nor there. The fact is, injuries were definitely something that was, you know, uh, worrisome coming in. So the fact that he, you know, is hurt this early, you know, is a little, a little concerning. Uh, and you're hopefully, concerned a, you're concerned about a blindside hit that he got his ribs bro- broken on, you know, with no protection. I mean, really, that that's injury prone. I don't think that's injury prone. That's a, just a breakdown of your line. It would have could have happened to anybody. I'm no, not concerned not, I, I that he got hurt that's not, necessarily. That's not like blowing his knee out with nobody around him. I mean, that's a. You no, know, that's no. A, that, that's that's something that's really right. not his fault. I mean, anybody's going to get your ribs broken on a hit like that. Of course, anybody's going to get your ribs broken on a hit like that. I mean, that's not. I yeah. don't see how injury prone even comes into the conversation with something like that. You know, it's stupid. Well, no, it's not. I think it's just the fact that he's hurt. You know what I mean? Like that he's missed. He's on the IR already. Have you ever got hurt in the NFL though? It's not like you know he went through last year hurt. 
You know, the first time he yeah. ever got hurt in the NFL. I mean, and it wasn't his. It wasn't something that he did. You know. No. I don't know. That's, I just no, think I hear what you're saying. A lot more abuse than he, he deserves. Does. You know? He does. There's no doubt about that. He absolutely does. We talked about it last week. And the, the, organization is no and the, the organization's no help with this nonsense with Watson. No. Yeah. Let, let, let's let's trade 18 future draft picks for a guy that may be in prison. That makes a whole lot of sense to me. And, you know, as soon as they trade for him, he'll be on that commissioner's exemplist where we won't be able to play until this is resolved. So what the hell does that make? That's why they're not playing him yeah. now, because the second they activate yeah. him, he's instantly going to be yeah. suspended, yeah. and they're hoping that uh, exactly. uh, could there be one team? I have a feeling there might be one team in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. They're hoping that some moron organization gives them two or three first-round picks and two or three second-round picks for a guy that's not able to play. That makes all the sense in the world. Right back after this. I don't know if Greer collected baseball cards, but boy. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer. You'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Dolphins Legends Show, Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant, coming at you live. Just a reminder, you can uh, catch us on iTunes, uh, get over there, catch all our current shows, have them delivered right onto your phone, and then you could also uh, get any past ones as well as uh, sending us any questions or comments, Show at yahoo.com. And, uh, you know, I guess uh, the way this year is starting out, um, it's, it, it's hard in some ways to... Uh, to be optimistic, I mean, I guess, you know, if you're looking at optimism in some capacity, uh, 35 nothing, and then uh, you come back and, you know, you, you did show heart, Rich. I mean, you're down 14 nothing. you're up, but then you lose that. You're down 25-14, looked like they were just going to die. They did come back from that and able to get that game into overtime. And you certainly have to give Jacoby Brissett um, – some real credit on that fourth down and 20 pass to Gusecki for 27 yeah. yards. That was very I mean, that, yeah. that was very, very good. He well, did you know, some really did good nothing. things in crunch. They did nothing from the 14 nothing until the fourth quarter. Right. You know, the offense was stacked in his hell, you know? Absolutely. You know, I don't know all the reasons for that, but that was disgusting. And I'll tell you something. When you're, you know, you're down 3 nothing in overtime and you get the ball back. You got, you got third and three. And you're in field goal range. Isn't it time to try to win the game? 
Yeah, I mean, I mean the third really, down and three shuffle find... pass to Kaseki is what you're yeah. talking about, and there's a couple different yeah, ways of looking at that. I've heard everything from they were trying to center the ball for the kick to it's a play that a lot of teams use, and it could have broken open really big. It's also a play that could have easily gotten the first down. So I don't know where I fall on that. You know, I I, I would have liked to see maybe something like that to Grant or something. Because uh, Kaseki obviously lacks that kind of speed, but if it wasn't there, it wasn't there. I don't want to see Grant go up the middle. I like to see a swing pass maybe to Grant. I don't want to see him going up the middle. That makes no sense to me. I mean, you know, well, that's a shuffle pass. That's a shuffle pass that Travis that. Kelsey has used, you know, uh, tremendously at times with Kansas City. Um, you know, it, it's just. I guess she'd go either way. I don't know what their intentions were on it. I think their intentions was to get a big player, get the first down there, but I don't know. Um, but, yeah, but you, uh, know, they, you get know. they get too cute with these plays. They really do. I mean, yeah. you know, that's a dangerous spot right there to do that. I mean, that easily could be a fumble, a turnover. You know, the ball gets knocked out. He's in traffic. It, it, you know, it, it's just to me that's a dumbass play at that point mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes no it should be, you know, go should, try, try to go for the. I would much rather you throw a bomb that's incomplete, and then kick the field goal than than do that. But it should be noted also one of the controversies of the game, and and I've heard it said now that if it's unless it's a blatant, blatant have to throw the flag, they're not going to end the game on a pass interference, but they'll give you at the one all day long before that situation occurs. Now, Will Fuller um, was interfered yeah, was within the end zone. Um, yeah, was it enough to throw the flag to, you know, to put him at the one to, to win the game? I don't know. I mean, you could debate that. Uh, it, you know, it was one of well, those I'll plays. You, I'll give you a scenario. If it's Tampa Bay and it's Tom Brady, they're on the one. <laughs> I can't really argue that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you know it's true, you know? Yeah, I can't really argue it. I can't really argue that. Yeah. So, but nonetheless, they don't get the call. Aaron Rodgers, too. Aaron Rodgers would get the call also. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the call. I've seen that flag many, many times in that situation. So, I can't really argue it. It, it, You know, they just didn't happen to get it. But, um, you know, it's... uh, it's the breaks that come with it, and you know, I, I obviously the offense is a problem, but I, you know, I was a little teed off with the defense in this perspective. I was very aggravated in the sense that yeah, I understand they helped get them a 14-point lead, but you know, when you tie the game and then you go to overtime, you know, you let them go right down for the field goal, I know, and then you come right down. And then, you know, and then it's right back down again, you know. It's like you, you couldn't come up with some kind of no, the semblance defense, there. The defense is atrocious in overtime. Atrocious. They they did nothing to help. No. I mean, you know, they they kept – I guess they kept it to a field goal. I, 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 told, I but, told our, our bench captain, you know, the Colt Tales, he didn't hear me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I've guess they kept them the to a field. String, I never seen the fifth string wide receiver be captain of the team. It just, it, it's just absolutely <laughs> back, hilarious. It makes no sense. That. It's just insane. <laughs> <laughs> captain of what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, you know, I guess that uh, they were able to at least give you a chance to win the game with the touchdown that never came. I mean, I guess you got to look at it from that way. Um, but you know, nonetheless, I, I, you know, I, I was, I had the defense a lot more on the hook and then, you know, I seen, I don't know if you've seen Larry Zonka actually, uh, made a statement and, and basically said, no. uh, this, he said, uh, this team needs offense, 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 something to that. Uh, and you know, yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody leaves that game though, uh, feeling that good about it, you know, the defense, no. uh, but. But yeah, this team is definitely our lacking defense offense. Our defense, our defense makes big plays at points, but it's up to you at some point. Yeah. You know. One thing you got to say though, well, um, you know, two very high-powered offenses. Obviously, the Raiders are playing right now as good as anybody offensively. Um, Carr's the leading quarterback in the NFL right now. 
So, um, you know, it's not an anomaly. They were playing well coming in, and they were playing well going out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. you know, you take that for what it's worth. Um, now, next week, uh, Indianapolis. Uh, Indianapolis is a struggling team right now with uh, injured quarterbacks and um, certainly, you know, a, a lot like the Dolphins right now. Um, but this schedule doesn't get easier, and this Dolphin team could find themselves in a in a pretty big predicament here because, uh, you know, this could snowball. Now, I like the fact that you came off a 35 nothing loss and, you know, you had some kind of fight in you. Um, but at a certain point, you know, you, you have to get in the win column, and this is a big game. Because this, you know, this is this is getting to 500 or falling behind the eight ball early with a real tough schedule on the horizon. Doesn't get much easier, and you know, you know, who knows if Tua comes back in two weeks either? You know, you trust this team with the with their medical reports. You know, they lied all week about it. You know, I mean, do you really believe that, like, you know, in three weeks he's going to be hunky dory? Who knows? You know? Yeah, I mean, the only benefit, you know, of course. I mean, yeah. you know, there's a couple ways of looking at it. I mean, he's got the bruised ribs, turned out to be the fracture, and I know you went crazy about that, of how, how do you not know that. I could tell. I could look at an x-ray and tell you if the ribs are broken. I mean, it doesn't take them three days to figure out they're broken. That's ridiculous. And, you know, and then Thursday, he's getting better every day. Every day he's feeling better. Next day, I are. I think, you know, it just gets tiresome, the, the, you know, the propaganda that this team spews. Right. You know? No, it it does. Well, if I say to that, I guess a hairline fracture, which I, I'm assuming it is, can can certainly, uh, you know, be a little tough. If, if it's, it's a like hairline a hairline fracture, he's in that much pain, though, Pat? Hairline fracture, he's like an agony like this guy was in? I don't, yeah. I don't buy it. Right, right. Well, that if that's yeah, I mean, if you if you debunk that right there, then there's no argument. Then then it's all propaganda nonsense. If it's yeah, it's 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 not it is nonsense. And I must also say, Rich, that if 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 that's the case, you do have to look to Tyrod Taylor last year because you know he got the shot uh, for the rib and the guy almost killed him. And he got rushed to the hospital with a punctured lung. I mean, so, you know, when you look at that, you know, it's it's, it's a little different in the old days. Maybe the doctors of old knew how to do it better, right? I don't know. But, uh, I mean. I mean, that's the doctor's fault there. That guy almost killed Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So I can see where you'd be gun shy to shoot a guy up anymore with the rib injury, you know? Um, And and plus, you know, he scares me because I don't really want him playing injured right now. I don't want to contribute to the injury-prone bug. You know what I mean? I'd rather well, he don't. You. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. And will he be ready for the Jacksonville game in London in three weeks? I don't know. Yeah, I would think he would, but I don't know. You know, yeah, I, I, I would assume that he's – that's why one of the reasons he's on IR, so they don't have to deal with this week in and week out. That's the, that's the reason. They don't want to deal with the press every week, week in, week out, is Tua starting this week? Jacoby Brissett, what's going on? They don't want to deal with that. So what do they do? They got themselves a, a, a get-out-of-jail-free pass for three weeks. That's what this is. You can't ask me about it because he's on IR. So that's as simple as that. And, you know, and I guess I understand that to a certain degree. Um, but, you know, if this line doesn't get fixed and this offense doesn't start getting on track um, – you know, this is not going to be the savior here. He's going to be coming into a fire, and, and that's not good. Um, there's a lot of receivers that are good and at times show real promise, but it seems like you have a lot of good receivers. Uh, Devontae Parker can be great, but he also can be very average. And yeah. Will Fuller, we don't know. Waddle's been dropping the ball a lot, too much. He's he's a playmaker. Waddle can be a superstar in this league, you know. But uh, it's just got to all click. You got to get him the ball in space and stop freaking throwing the ball three yards to him. You know, like start yeah. using him like he should be used. 
Well, I think they had opportunities to do that. There were some bad passes there, and he he was, you know, he had some opportunities in this game. All 12 of them weren't three-yard stop patterns, you know. But But there was a couple bad passes. I haven't seen him. I have not seen Waddle catch the ball on the run yet. Right. You know, where he could utilize that speed. It's ridiculous. Everything, he's like waiting for the ball, and then he gets hit three times, you know. He's a very, very talented kid. Let him do what he does. Yeah, I know. He's faster than hell. He's he's probably the fastest guy we had since Kin. You know. Yeah, and I think that all of those all of those wide receivers had the potential to be really good. Every one of them that's come out, I think, has the potential to be really good. I don't think there's a bust among them. I think you could have rolled the dice from Pitts to Waddle. To uh, you know, to to DeAndre, I think you can Smith, um, Smith yeah. to to you know, just all of them. I think are really good. The, uh, Chase, the you know, uh, they're all really good. And yeah. so, you know, it's so let's just hope our guy flourishes, and you know that's going to contribute to to what they need to do as far as you know getting this offense um, on track. I'm not big on the two. Offensive coordinators, I never was, you know, it's like, yeah, I think you got two, you got none. Uh, I never heard of it, and it's just, I don't know why this team has to reinvent the wheel. They don't have any track record to be reinventing the wheel all the time. That's my concern. Uh, it's, it's just ridiculous. It's just like how they draft people to play other positions, you know? Yeah, that's another example of them reinventing the wheel. You you don't have a track record to do that. If Bill Belichick decides to do something there, you listen to him because he's got a track record of success. This team and this organization hasn't had any success. I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't think they are. It's weird. Like I don't. What do they do? They. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that. But I like. I don't think that they're necessarily. All right, what do you want to do next? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like <laughs> something going in. Like one of them handles, you know, a certain type. But I don't know. It's bizarre to me, and so I really don't know. I don't have the answer to it. And I, and we, we, uh, we kept up our fourth down uh, conversion debacles yesterday, huh? Yeah, yeah, we sure did. Didn't and you know, that's that. a, another example too of you're on the goal line. And you don't trust Jacoby Brissett? You don't trust him? I mean, you're first, first in goal. I mean, you're wildcat nonsense, wildcat nonsense. And it ends up with yeah. him running for his life to get in the end zone, but you don't trust the guy to pass there? What do you got him for? You know, I, 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 re- I, think, I really think, you know, I think that, you know, Greer and the rest of the coaches, they think it's Ronnie Brown, not Malcolm Brown. I think they have a mistake yeah. there. They, they just yeah. brainwash him. I must you watched too many Patriot highlights, and yeah, we got we got Brown who does the Wildcat. Yeah, no, you have Malcolm Brown who can't do the Wildcat. <laughs> I mean, I get you try it once, but don't try it because you don't trust your quarterback because you're afraid he's going to throw a pick six or he's going to throw an interception. You know, don't, if that's the case, then you should not have gotten him. How many times what... have you seen this so far? Wait, we played three games. We've seen what? The Wildcat like five times in his mouth. Yeah. Around. Do they have five yeah. yards? I don't think they do. I know. It, they it, have five it's total been... yards? I, I don't think so. It's probably negative. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't been good. I agree with oh. you. It hasn't. It has not been good. I just don't like it because I think I, I don't like the second one there. Or you did it on first down, but then it seemed like you were afraid to let. Brissett, call the play. You know what I mean? And you know, and I just think you start really getting into trouble when that's the case. If he handed it off to Grant the second time. He walks into the end zone. Yeah. He that's looks still like a Grant dangerous play. Rich, you're it's, on the one yard line. It's so stupid. I mean, it's still idiotic. But I'm, again, if you handed it to Grant, he walks into the end zone. Yeah, but he's on motion. The so there's no handing it yeah. to him. 
He's in motion. It's designed to snap like he was either going to catch it or not. It's not Edelman coming there. It's a dangerous thing. You could see that ball bouncing up 15 times as well as I can. And you could see the guy, you could see the guy taking it to the house. I'm not advocating, advocating it. It's, I think it's stupid to be there anyway. You shouldn't do yeah. it. You have enough tight ends and receivers. You, you, you know, your, your, your fifth-string captain was also a very tall man that, you know, could be, uh, you know, a weapon, a weapon on the goal line, you know? Yeah. You know, I actually like him. Yeah, I actually like him. I think Hollins is a good ball player. Yeah, I, I actually like him. I do. I like him a lot. I just think it's totally and, ridiculous that he's the captain and never plays. That's, that's, the, that's my knock on Hollins. All right? Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> All right, right back after this. <laughs> when the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer. You'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and The Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Catello. Joe Town Town in the night, 9.30 on a Tuesday, just to check out the late night record shop. Got it in Boston, got it in Boston, got it in Spain. When I'm through that I just can't stop. It's a matter of instincts, a matter of conditioning, and a matter of fact. You can go and have love, Bring a bell and a salivate, how'd you like that? Dr. Landy, tell me I'm just a better girl. Cause when I'm lying in bed, just like Brian Wilson did. Well, I have died in bed just like Brian Wilson. Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Back to Tello Rich Van Zandt as we come to the home stretch here. And, uh... It's an exciting week of football, I guess, when you take the Dolphins out of it. A lot of other stuff went down, and um, I guess the highlight uh, to it all has uh, got to be Justin Tucker kicking a 66-yard field goal uh, to win the game and the Ravens uh, beating the Lions, who are just a, a cursed team uh, you know, in the last seconds. Um, and, Rich, you know, is there anybody who had a worse day, maybe the worst football day in their lives than Matt Prater? I mean, he curious. Oh, he he wakes up. He's got the record for the longest field goal in the history of the NFL at 64 yards. Earlier in the day, he comes out to kick a 68-yarder to top his record yeah. at halftime, and and it winds up being caught and returned for 109 yards by Jamal Agnew of the Jaguars for another tying record of 109. That's and then a little bit later on in the day, a little bit later, Justin Tucker comes out and kicks a 66-yarder to demolish his record and take him out of the books. I mean, that's rough. That's rough. <laughs> Uh, it's amazing, isn't it? You know, it really is. It's yeah, the kicking game for how long, right? Yeah, yeah. It, how I long think did that, that Dempsey record stand for, right? Oh, and it forever. Was tied and like you know, with eight guys. I mean, it's crazy, right? 
I remember when Stojanovic hit the 59-yarder, everybody was like, wow! Yeah. It was almost like when Cecil Fielder hit 50 right now. And, the, and now these guys are 666. You're right. I mean, that's, that's got to be attributed to some kind of change in the game, uh, be it ball, uh, you know, just them getting big. I don't know what it is, but these guys, 50-something yards now is like common practice. They hit 55-yarders now. They let them have their own balls for this, right? And they could deflate them a little bit, right? They changed that, right? Well, they don't deflate them, but I think that they have, like, the kickers have their own balls, and it's set to a certain time they can get it, like, to where they want it. But don't don't forget, they made the goalposts in more, too. They brought them yeah, in and made it higher to make it harder. Yeah. And these guys are right. still kicking monster shots. I mean, you know, you've seen in, in Rodgers last night, you know, 55-yarders 50, and, and even Sanders coming in for the 50. I mean, these guys hit these 50-something yarders like they're nothing. I mean, it never used to be like that. Let, let's talk about that game for a minute. I mean, yeah. 36 seconds, really, and you're letting them in field goal range, really. No timeouts. I know. I mean, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And didn't you know it was happening too, though? I mean, you, you could, you, you just knew that 37 seconds was not going to be it. I mean, you, you just know, knew the running back almost should have like just fell down on the one, just taking more time off the clock, right? I know it's hard. You to can't do that. there though. You you can. I mean yeah. that. The, yeah. You know, I, I understand yeah, what I you're saying. You. I think it's got to be done before that. Um, yeah. It's hard. You know, it's I'm not hard, sure man. about Garoppolo. I'm not sure about Garoppolo. There's a part of me that thinks that this guy it could really be well, really not, good. They're not sure about him either. They took a quarterback and traded up. Yeah, because he was like hurt and stuff. I, I know. That's why I say that. But, you know, a couple things. Uh, I think Brady knew how good he was, and that's why he was not thrilled about this, because I think he was the only guy who obviously, you know, showed a lot of promise. I think Belichick loved him. And so that's where this whole – I think that's the reason why Brady ultimately left, because of that whole debacle. I don't think he ever forgot that. And then uh, sure. and then, I think if you look at that Super Bowl, he got a concussion right before the half. He was never the same after that. The guy was never the no, same after that concussion. So no. when you factor that in, and this guy can play football. He, and, and the 49ers maybe are lucky that they didn't make their move yet you know, because I think they almost traded him, and uh, and now it's gonna you know, it's gonna be real interesting to see if he stays healthy. How this all, you know, with Trey Lance and all that, it's gonna be real interesting to see how how this kind of goes. You know, um, quarterbacks are strange in this league, but a couple of them are starting to rise to the top. I know we both love Herbert, or, or you love him. I think he's got a real uh, big upside him. to him. I just think, you know, this could be, you know, the colossal mistake we made. And I, I didn't like him coming out of college either. You know, I didn't think he was going to be this good, you know. Yeah, I was just going to say, you wanted Tua over him. Yeah, over him. I did. So, but, but who knows? I mean, it is really. But, yeah, you got to like what you've seen there so far. Um, Josh Allen yeah. is a star in this league, I think. I think he's now he's already answered the bell to that. I, I think this is – this is what he more of what he is. Too. I mean, he, really he was. He was. He didn't really start shining until his third year, you know. Right. So, so that's promising when you look at other guys. Yeah. I mean, Burrow's is right. starting to really show something. Um, you know, again, like we said, we don't know what we have right now. We won't know what we have no. until Tua lines up and plays ten games in a row. Exactly. And, and, you, know, and, and like, you know, and last year, let's be honest. Last year at the end of the year was not fair. He had no receivers left. You know, there was the, there were getting guys off the street. There was the Isaiah Fords of the world that was there was receivers. He had no starting receivers left. So and, and the offensive line was a sim too. So you really can't judge him on that. You know, not fair. That's why I say I mean I I want the guy to get healthy and I want him to just line up and if he has a, if he has a I was more aggravated when he got hurt two weeks ago. I was more aggravated yeah. because I just want to see more of what we have here. You know. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. And and I don't think he should be pulled and 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 have this you know microscope on him. You play him, and if he has a stinkeroo, you stay with him, and then you play him next week, and you play him the week after that. And at the end of the year, 
We're then not, this we're team's not, not doing anything magical. You know, exactly. We're not, you know, we're not, yeah, we're not winning the Super Bowl, so what's the difference? Like, see what so you what's have, the difference? You know? This is the year you exactly. see what you have in your quarterback, and you go from there. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, you know? And, you know. And that's, and that's the other point. That's my other, you like, point about about that shuttle pass thing. It's like, you're not a Super Bowl team. You're on the road. You just got blown out 35 nothing. Try to win the game. You know, I don't want a field goal to tie it at that point. Try to win the game and end it, you know? That's my point. Like, their, their philosophy is really idiotic, you know? But, but I'm not so sure that that wasn't their philosophy there. That's all I'm saying with that. I'm not so sure that that wasn't. If you think you're going to get a first down with a shuttle pass to a tight end in the middle of the field when you can't oh, run for a lick in the game, yeah, it's not happening. It's a dumb play call, you know? Oh, I think they did. Too many moving parts, too slow. It's just idiotic. You know, go for the juggler, for crying out loud. Yeah, I I think they did, though. I think they did think that they were going to have, you know. Well, if they think that, we're in more trouble than I can imagine. Well, what is there? There's like three. There's 3.35 on the clock when he ran that play. And I think they absolutely thought they were going to get a first down on it. And I thought I think they thought that he was going to break for ten yards, whatever, and that, you know that would have brought them to the twenty-something yard line. And then I, then, yeah, yeah, I do. I don't think they were looking to just go kick the field goal, get a couple yards. But I could be wrong because I think the book's still out on that. I think there's a large portion of people who think that they were trying to line the ball up in the center for the kick. So yeah, maybe they're in your camp. Yeah, and if that's the even case, then it's ridiculous. The, even if they got three yards on that, it's still not the right play call. It's not the right thing. You know, throw the ball downfield. Well, you got to get the first down. you got to get the first down. It's third and three. Yeah, I got you. But throw you your three minutes and change. And change. Plenty of time. you got to get the first down. Yeah, I got Don't you. Don't you? You know, the shuttle pass isn't the way to go. You know? Got to throw the ball vertically, for crying out loud. You get it vertically. It's third and three. I agree with you some of the times. It's third and three. You get the first down there. It's three yeah, minutes, 40 seconds left rather, on the clock. I'd rather see, I'd rather see a regular hand off the gas begin then. You know, let him try to get the three yards. I'd rather he see that. In the three yards. A shuttle pass is, is, is idiotic at that spot. It's dumb. I s- well, because you don't like didn't the guy who took didn't it. They, wait, I s- didn't they run it on first down in that drive, too? When they had the first first down in that same set, right? Didn't they run the ball and get nothing? And they had like second and eight. Yeah, I believe so. But they were, but they were started? stupidly conservative. Yeah, I think so. I think like you know, two plays before that, I think on first down they ran the ball, and I was bitching about that. I, I don't remember that. Right up the got like three I don't, yards. I don't, I don't yeah, remember I think that. So. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know about that. You make stuff up, but either way, I don't make it up. Um, <laughs> you mean you don't think you make it up because it's, it's inside? Because it's inside that yeah. peanut brain of yours. But I don't necessarily <laughs> think it actually happened, though. Is my point? <laughs> Josh Gordon signed today with the Chiefs back in the league. What's your feeling on that? This I, guy I gonna this be guy's banned for life. <laughs> yeah. What happened to banned for life? <laughs> I know he uh, he's back. Back and uh, the Chiefs picked him up, and then, you know, imagine this guy like gets another weapon. That could be what's scary. I mean, what's what's I've, the over under on him laughing? Well, it's a little early. It's a little early in week three, but uh, you know, I I don't know if he gets a revamp and can finish the year out there. You know, it, it, it could be a scary weapon. I, I don't know. They've been saying this for ten years, though. This guy always I know. screws it up. You know? Yeah, I it's know. Like he's the Steve Allen football. He stayed long enough to win the Super Bowl with the Patriots, though, right? Wasn't he there? And then no, he, the he next was, year, he, he got banned before that. He got a ring, but he and he, he remember he got a ring, but he got banned before that. He didn't play in the Super Bowl. Okay. And then the next year he had yeah. trouble. Yeah, and then he on again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big news uh, this coming week and now: you know, Brady returns. You hear what happened to Andy Reid yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. Seems to be okay, though. I'm thinking of dehydration. He said he was going to be back at work today. (laughs) 
Yeah, I know. I know. Well, so the man wears like either. 18 layers of clothing like during the game when it's 80 <laughs> degrees outside, you know, and he's not exactly like, you know, Tony Atlas here, let's be honest. You, know? uh, you, you weren't going to get past that. I knew that. <laughs> I tried. Uh, the big news is uh, Brady returns to England next week. So this should, it should be it just should Can be they fun. both lose somehow? <laughs> no, but we have to no, refrain, got, I think. Right? We you got to be you got to be you got to be pulling for a 45 to 3 game there. I I am. I hope he spanks them. I want to just see Belichick's face. Yeah, I said I we have to run for him. It's sad. You have to. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely have to. Well, root isn't the, really the right word. <laughs> right, well, well, you know. I told you, there's always kind of one thing. As bad as things are, there's the one constant, and that's the Jets. You can just always count on that, no matter how bad things get. He's always got <laughs> the Jets. Stephen A. Smith talking about, it, talking about the quarterback. You know, he's a Jet yeah. fan. Yeah, and his eyes were closed, and his hands were in his face, and he just couldn't even look in the camera. It's yeah, it's, it's bad. It's bad. Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's you can't make it up. And and, they, yeah. and their quarterback that they released, where they where they got like an eighth round pick for, is three and zero. Bad. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It really is. <laughs> There's no doubt. And you got a big Monday night football game starting very shortly. Dak Prescott gets his first start back in Dallas since the injury, taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, they were off a big victory last week. Uh, that's a real weak division. It should be interesting to see what uh, what comes of it. I don't know. I know you're not like really on board with the Cowboys, but. Um, I mean, you know, really well, they're the best team that into the, I believe. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah, believe? I would think yeah, so. I mean, it's, I think, yeah, I do. I mean, if they, I, I, they, I, I do. I don't think they, I, don't, I think they can win that division, winning nine games. Yeah. You know. And I think that the Washington Redskins uh, maybe have underachieved. And although I do like Heineke, uh, I do I do like him. I think he's got some talent there. Even Fitzpatrick might have had a good run with them, but I I I, I do like Taylor Heineke. I think he uh, I think he's got some talent, man. I really do. Yeah, he didn't play well yesterday, but he's looking. He didn't play terrible either, though. He made mistakes, but he didn't play terrible either. They were playing a good team. I mean, Buffalo. You know, you're not going to outscore Buffalo. You got to punch them in the mouth early, and that's how you beat them. You're not going to outscore them. Getting a scoring match with them, you're going to lose, especially the Redskins. You know. And uh, before we go, I had one tidbit I was saving for you, and and this is a gift for you, Stephen Ross. In his tenure with the Miami Dolphins since 2009, his record is 88, 107, and 1. 88 and 107. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. I mean, that's pretty. I thought you were going to give me better pretty, news. Pretty lousy. Yeah. I thought you were going to give me better news than that. Oh. I thought you were going to say uh-huh. that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I thought you would appreciate that because anybody else, I don't know, you survived that? Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Russ, how many playoff wins do you have? None. Yeah. Uh, that's something for you put in your pipe and smoke it through. Well, I see that because the way they talk, you know, about they're doing yeah. something special here and this whole regime yeah. and they're tight-knit and uh, nothing comes out. They're like the CIA. And, you know, they act like this team is, you know, on the verge of greatness. And, you know, the guy's been there since 2009. And you know what the the failures have been compared to the successes. So it just is a little aggravating. Yeah. You know, to have, I say it all the time. If you're going to act like this, you better have something that you're standing on. I mean, you you better have done something in the past. He does. He's going to London for the fifth time. Yeah, yeah, he sure is. I know, I know. And he might host host another Super Bowl. Host another Super Bowl. Bowl. That's right. He's going to host another Super Bowl too. He gets that trophy from uh, you know from the commissioner. Says you know you've hosted another one. Yeah, and all the concession money. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I know. See right through it. It just—it's uh, such no a doubt. 
All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week on Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own voice Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power off Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a brew Met a girl, we had a few drinks, and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment, and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing.